It's time for another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. <laughs> he had the hair in the middle of his buck and a horn on the top of his head. Big triangle-shaped shiny object in the sky. I don't know what it was. That's, Welcome that's that's to another episode that's of the Core Extra Podcast. I'm Kirk. I'm Steve. It's October, so you know what that means. Halloween. Halloween. All creepy stuff. We're going to open the doors to the attic and get all the creepy, unexplained, and weird stories. And I have a good one today. One I've been telling you I was going to tell. I'm finally going to tell it. Is it the UFO one? Yep. Okay. Because I've been waiting for this story. Well, well, I had to get clearance from the Galactic Council. Yes, I understand. (laughs) I understand. (laughs) You know, you just can't throw them stories out. Well, you know Halloween... Mm -hmm. uh, you don't have as many people giving out anymore. Remember when we was kids for Halloween? And we take uh, pillowcases and fill them with stuff. And it wasn't like you had to check everything. Right. I guess we just didn't have many bad guys back then who were putting razor blades in candy. And right. I remember getting, uh, like, cookies. Mm-hmm. You would get cookies, mm-hmm. just plain cookies. I used to get an apple. Apples. I remember getting popcorn balls. Yep. You imagine getting something like that today? No. It would go right to the garbage. You know what they tell you to do now if you're a parent? They tell you when your kids come back, take everything they got on trick-or-treat and tell them, it's like, all right, go to bed, and tomorrow we'll eat it. Take the whole bag, throw it out. And then just replace it with stuff that you had already purchased. So they're telling you, go get a bunch of little handout candies. Get them yourself. Hide them. When your kid comes in, throw that bag away. Don't eat any of that. And then just put yours in there. Well, you know, that wouldn't work. for Because I can remember getting the bag, looking inside, and saying, oh, I got a mallow mallow cup. And I got this. You better have that when it comes back. Dude. First thing I thought when I heard this. Who are these kids that's making it back home with the candy? I would eat my candy. As soon as we got off the porch, I'm starting to eat my candy. And I remember uh, just recently they were opening up the hospitals that you could go and get your candy bag x-rayed. Really? Yeah. To see if there were any foreign objects in it. That's terrible. So if I needed an x-ray, like on my ankle or something... Put your candy bag on top of it. <laughs> your candy bag. That's right. That's right. On top of it, and, but, and sit in there. And there's not many houses that have anymore. You know, it used to be every house on the street be the porch light. Well, I can tell you right now, I don't have mine anymore. But I don't want them little kids coming to my house. <laughs> Get off of my lawn. <laughs> You're that guy on the street. Yeah. There's only about four houses on the street anymore that give out. They have these things, too, where you go um, in the trunk. Yeah. Where the cars pull into a lot and open the trunks, and, and the kids walk from car to car. Yeah, that's, you know, that's because kids can't walk up and down streets anymore. You know how they are now. <laughs> Lazy bastards. <laughs> I swear to God, this, this, this generation is so uh, lazy. Mm-hmm. Ladies, as I sit back here and drink a Coke and eat a sandwich. Right. right. <laughs> well, I was going to say, well, so back in your day, yeah. the kids were... Back uh, in the old days. Yeah, back in the old days, the kids were a lot more energetic. You know what else we used to get? We used to get, like, pennies. Yeah, I used to get And we pennies. was happy to get a penny. 
Yeah, well, you could get a piece of candy with yeah. a penny now. You give somebody a penny now, a kid will throw it at you. They don't even, they throw pennies on the ground. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend Lisa picks up pennies. Really? Off the ground, yeah. Mm. I was at a gas station one time, and a guy, you know how you used to put them in your, the ashtray? Right, right. For people that smoke. I don't even right. know if they still use ashtrays. Um, they just flick them out the windows, I guess. I don't think there's an ashtray in my car. Um, Is there one in yours? Well, it was, it, was, it was one in the Cadillac. In the, but Cadillac. the Cadillac was 100 years old. Is there a cigarette lighter in new cars? I don't, I don't think, think, I don't there think is. so. I really don't think so. No, no, I know it's yeah. not. No. It's no. where the uh, plug-in is for the for the thing. The charger and yeah. stuff. Um, but I can remember I was at the pumps and some guy just I guess he put his ashes and his pennies and change in his ashtray and cleaned out his car. Just dumped the whole thing there on the side. I picked it did up. Did Lisa run and pick it up or did you I did. you picked it up? I did just because I could show her. Look right. at all these pennies I found today. <laughs> After she <laughs> finds ten in a year, I found forty-two dollars. You know, <laughs> today, <laughs> today I was all over the city picking these up, picking these up, forty-two dollars. But That's anyway, to get back to this is our Halloween month. Every week we're going to have a special show on Halloween, whether it's stories, yeah. scary yeah. things that's happened to us during this month, mm-hmm. anything that we think should fall under this uh, Halloween banner. But before we do that, yes, it's time for yet another 5K review. So I have a couple this week. And of course, we all know by now 5K is where I go out and I complete a 5K and I listen to podcasts that are new to me and go over and review them on Podchaser, Podchaser.com. Usually, sometimes on Apple, but on Podchaser. So I have two this week. Two. Are you ready for the first one? The first one is called the Irrational Confidence Podcast. Irrational Confidence Podcast. So let me ask you this. What do you think that's about? I don't know. Okay, that's wrong. (laughs) So I'll read their description, then I'll read the review. Confidence that is irrational, that really doesn't apply to rationality. No. No. What it's about. Here's, here's how they describe it. Cooking. Confidently, the right take on all things sports. Two guys making sure that you are in the know. And you can find them at spinablesports.com or you can go and uh, look up the Irrational Confidence Podcast. It's are they good. from Ohio? No. So here's my review. Informative and practical with no fluff. This is one of my favorite all sports podcasts, and it is. No cliches or drama, just two guys giving legit insight on topics all sports fans will enjoy. Now, they did whiff on my bingles, but I will give them a pass on that one. Subscribe today. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't have much to say about the bingles being in first place. Because one of the ones I listened to was their pre, pre-season, uh, preseason predictions. So, obviously, they don't know enough. They don't know about the yeah, bingles. They don't know about the bangles because we're right. going to the Super Bowl. That's right. Even if we have to buy tickets. Yeah. But they are called the Irrational Confidence Podcast. Pretty good guys. The next one that I listen to. <laughs> this is funny. This is a funny one. This is, this is really funny. The name of this one is, let me tell you something, bitch. <laughs> 
So here's how the host, Roy, and that's R-O-I, here's how she describes her podcast. Artist, scammer, thinker, spy. New episodes every Saturday. I have stories out the (laughs) yin-yang. That's how she describes it. I like it. And here's my review. I came for the title and stayed for the content. Roy is a masterful storyteller that weaves sometimes outrageous stories with life lessons. Her wit, experiences, and intelligence engages the audience and keeps them wanting more. Put this one in your rotation today. And that one is called Let Me Tell You Something, Bitch. What kind of story did she tell? (laughs) Off the wall? The the very first episode I listened to, she told a story about how she almost burned her house down (laughs) with some uh, nail polish remover. Now, the the part when I talk about her wit and everything, the way she tells the story, and she is a fantastic storyteller, but the way she told the story, she said the ironic part about accidentally burning her house down, uh, she said, because usually when I play with matches, nothing happens. I'm really good. (laughs) (laughs) She said, I'm really careful when I usually play with matches. And I backed it up and went, did I just hear what I thought I heard? You know, but no, she's a really good storyteller. And it's called Let Me Tell You Something, Bitch. And her name is Roy, R-O-I. And you can find her at letmebitchbitch.com or just go wherever you listen to podcasts and search for Let Me Tell You Something, Bitch. I like the title. Yeah, yeah, she's, it's really good. So those are the two that I did. I have a couple of more in the wings, but I didn't um, review them yet. But uh, And that's it for our 5K review. So anyway, that was great. The 5K reviews. So I understand you got a story on a UFO. And since it is Halloween, I know we talk monsters, demons, and devils. But UFO, strange and unusual. Strange and unusual. Fall under that. I mean, what can fall under any month, to tell you the truth, if a UFO lands in your backyard. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so here's my long-awaited UFO story. This is a true story. This is a true story. Everything I'm going to tell you is true, for real. This is no joke. This is a true story. I've seen, in my opinion, I've seen a UFO like three times. But this one was the one that was, this one is probably the most dramatic one. So here's what happened. A long time ago, I used to live way north of town, right? How many years ago? Uh, well, it was it was in the 80s. This was in the 80s, yeah. So I'm living north of town, and on Fridays and Saturdays, I would usually come down into town. Okay. There was a route that I could take that was not the expressway, but a couple of long roads, uh, state routes. So my routine was I would go, I would stop at this. This tell you how long ago it was. I would stop at this stop and go, get me something to drink, and then ride into town. So this one particular night, a clear night on a dark desert highway. No, I'm kidding. But uh, it was a clear night. And right, I go down to my stop and go, and right across the street from the stop and go is this big open field. I don't really know what the was going on in that field. I mean, I never really paid attention to it. It was just a big open field. Now it's probably condos or something. Right, right. So I'm coming out of the uh, stop and go with my drink, and um, I look up, and I see a light like floating in the air up above this field, and it looks like a helicopter. I perceived it to be a helicopter. I knew it wasn't a plane because it was just hovering. How, how high up? Oh, I don't know, but 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 
Oh, above the tree line for sure. Okay. Oh yeah, it was it was pretty high. So I see this light, and I see it kind of just going in circles. So I'm believing it's a traffic helicopter because it was Friday. Okay. It yeah, was I'm, about right. six or seven o'clock, and remember we used to have a lot of traffic helicopters. Traffic. Yep. So I'm just figuring this. Uh, it was a local guy at the time that was very popular. I just figured it was him. I, I say it was 6 or 7 o'clock, but it was actually later than that. It was probably like 7, 7.30. It's just starting to get dark, okay? So I just look up, and I see it. And, I'm, and So now I know he's not over the expressway. So I'm thinking, oh, maybe something happened, you know? So I, I see the light go straight up in the air. Goes up higher and higher and higher. And I go, oh, man, well, you know, maybe there's something going on. So you remember uh, when you used to see those Hollywood movie openings? They'd have those big spotlights. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where they were or where they came from, but these big spotlights, I guess you call them those flood lamps, come on. Yeah, floodlights, yeah. And it's like three or four of them. And it's like they are trying to find this, this helicopter in my mind. So I'm going, I, then it dawned on me, I, got, I thought, well, you know, I can't hear anything. Usually, when you're in the helicopter, you hear the, can't hear anything. So these lights, so all four lights converge on this thing at the same time, like, oh, we found it. So now they have it. So now I hear, like, police sirens, or I thought it was fire trucks, what I thought. To this day, I don't know, but it was red. I could see red lights. So I'm looking at this thing. So I go, oh, man, you know, something's going on. So then I start thinking, well, I have to go down, make a right, and I have to kind of go past this field on the other side. So you got to go see. Well, not only that, but I'm thinking if there's some major accident, I'm going to try to get ahead of it, you know, because I'm still thinking accident or something. So I get in the car, and I'm kind of looking while I'm driving, and I see this thing go straight up and at a right angle faster than I've ever seen anything move. And all of the flood lamps cut off. So now I'm like, that is the weirdest thing I ever said. What yeah. the hell is going on? So I'm going down the road now on the other side of the field. It comes back the same way. I physically see it. I actually see it zip back in to where it was and stop. All the flood lamps come on again. And they're searching for it. I can see they're searching for it. And I decided to pull over. Now I'm getting a little creeped out. Oh, yeah. You want to see what it is. Yeah. So I pull over, and I'm driving, and I'm looking, like, out the passenger window. You know, um, I spilled my drink. You know, it was Coke, luckily. You want to know Jack Daniel, but anyway, uh, spill drink. Looking, I pull over, not paying attention to anything in front of me. I pull over on this little pull off. I get out of the car. I'm still looking up, and there's like eight other cars pulled over. <laughs> you know, now this is before cell phone cameras and all that. There's a guy. <laughs> this is true. There's a guy there with a Polaroid. And you know anything more than like four feet from you. Yeah, you can't take nothing. You can't take a picture of it. And he's taking pictures. And they're all just like black. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So um, still no noise. 
so then, for lack of a better example, I hear what sounds like a generator turn on, like winding up. And I can't describe it, but that's the only way I can describe it. You hear that noise, and while we're looking at the UFO, well, well, I'm, I'm still kind of thinking right. it's, I don't know what it is. And while we're looking at it, all the lights on it go off. All the lights, there's no, there's, you can't see anything. And then they come back on. And then this, this word, weird noise like gets louder and louder and louder. And this thing takes off. It, it's just like when you see them go uh, hyperdrive in the Star Wars movies. <laughs> this thing takes off at a right angle, goes straight up in the air, and comes back to the left and is gone. And I mean, it was at the blink of an eye this happened. And all of us that pulled over all looked at each other like, what do we just see, you know? Sure. So I get in the car, come down here since then, I tell a couple people, kind of leave it at that. Now, you know, there was no 24-hour news or anything like that back then. Right. So the next morning, I'm looking in the paper. I'm thinking, it's got to be something in the paper. Something happened. Car crash. I'm still trying to... So I drive down to the stop and go, and I'm going to ask the clerk. Now, this is the next day around the same time, like six or seven. So I pull in. Right when I pull in, another car pulls in. Two guys get out of the car. Uh, Don't tell me they was in black suits. It was Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. (laughs) Two guys get out of the car, and I remember exactly what they had on. They both had on, they really did, they both had on black pants and white shirts. That's it. That's what they had on. And the reason I remembered it, because do you remember um, sometimes back in the day you would see, and I don't know what religion it is, but you would see these young guys on a bike, and they would have on the the Mormons that do that. and So they kind of look like that, and I thought, "Uh uh-oh. Oh. I thought, uh oh, these guys will try to sell me a, yeah. a, you know, I was thinking Jehovah Witness or something, you know what I mean? Right. So I open the door and I go in. So I'm going to go back and get my drink. And while I'm back there at the cooler getting my drink, they're talking to the, to the uh, clerk. And I don't know what they showed him, but they showed an ID and they said, and I hear them clearly say, we want to talk about something you may have seen last night. And they're holding up an ID. And I just freeze. I just put my little drink back in the cooler. <laughs> you didn't come forward. No. I put my little drink back in the cooler and got back and went out and sat in the car and I watched. And there were no, if it was, it was, didn't work, but there were no video cameras or anything back then. And I see them talking to this guy and um, they write down some something. They write down something write little notes. So I'm looking at their car to see if it's, we, yeah, we live in Hamilton County. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the car to see if it's like Hamilton County rescue or something. Right, I don't right, know what right. it is. And I don't see anything. This car has nothing. There are, there's nothing on the seats. And you know, a couple of guys or a couple of people, period. If they're riding around doing something official, there's something on the seats, you know, McDonald's bags oh, yeah, <laughs> or sure. something. 
that car looked like it was at the car lot. There was nothing in there. So I decide, like an idiot, I'm going to wait till they come out and, you know, try to get a look. You know, yeah. now what am I looking for? What am I going to do? You know, so they come out and they have these little notepads. And the one guy looks at me and he says, you live around here? I said, nope. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> I said, no. He said, all right, have a good day. And they get in the car and drive off. So they literally did not have to flash you with the pen. No, they didn't have to didn't flash me. No, you know I know nothing. I know nothing. I turned into Sergeant Schultz from, that's old. Hogan's I know nothing. And uh, that was the end of it. And I didn't go back in. I wanted to go in and ask this yeah. guy. But I thought, you know, what, what am I going to do? You know, at this been time. been an alien. Yeah. What am I going to do? But they went in and talked to him. And uh, it was around the same time it happened. So I still kind of held out thinking, look, it could be anything. That could be because the fire department and all that. So I go to the fire department. Okay. <laughs> this is like a week later. Yeah. And I go, and I go, now let me stress to you guys, I have no business doing any of this. Right? right, right. So I go to the fire department and I say, hey, I said, oh, it was a, it was a big fire, a big crash a couple weeks ago. And they were like, no, we don't know. I mean, nobody knew what I was talking about, you know. And I, I couldn't ask them for anything official. I was just some punk kid, you know what I mean? But that was it. So I think I'm confident that I saw a UFO flying around in the fields right here north of Cincinnati. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, there's been so many uh, sightings and everything. That everybody cannot just be wrong or see things. Or there's those, that many things flying around that aren't, well, obviously, from here. Now, did you say you pulled off the road yeah. with some other people? Yeah. When I pulled over, I wasn't paying attention. I just pulled over because on this road that I was on, it has a couple of pull-offs. So I just pulled in there, and then when I started paying attention, there was like eight people there. Now, my question was different cars, different right? Cars. Mm-hmm. So different cars have different horns. So if you could have got the, uh, 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 uh. Right. Uh, I could have communicated with him. communicated with him. Now, if you don't know what that is. Yeah. Check out Close Encounters. Damn. I wish I'd have thought <laughs> of that. Could have got them all together. All right, everybody. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> Here we go. You first. <laughs> dun, 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 it, was cre- dun. it was creepy, though. It, re- it really imagine. was. It really was creepy. And I don't tell that story a lot because it sounds like a bunch of bull, but it really happened. Yeah, I wouldn't tell too often either. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the men in black find out that you saw something. No, I, I didn't see anything. They didn't see nothing. I didn't see anything. You don't know nothing either. No. I didn't see anything. Yeah, that's got to be because there are just so many sightings of unusual things and I just can't believe if you're a rational human being that you can't believe when you look up at the sky there's somebody else out there. Unless you think right. you were, uh, Earth's flat. <laughs> then I understand. So that's my story. That's my UFO story. And you're sticking to it? I'm sticking to it. Okay. And um, I'll have another creepy story on the next episode because it's October. Well, I don't have a creepy story, but... I will. I do watch a lot of the ghost MythBusters and all that. 
and I'm starting to get disgusted. So let me guess. They never find anything. They don't find enough that, okay, let's put it this way. I can go to a football game, and I've been to many. You know, you've been to many yourself. And I know what to expect. There's going to be football played on the field. The ghost hunters, first of all, they do everything at night. Well, you can't see nothing. Why not do it in the daytime? If the ghost is there, he's coming out in the daytime. But they go in there, set up all this cameras. They do all this fancy back work. And then all of a sudden, the table... And they're screaming their heads off, running out of the place. If you were a ghost hunter, wouldn't that be like the greatest thing you ever heard? Exactly. I mean, they are so fucking scared of their own shadows. <laughs> they shouldn't even be on the shows. I mean, that just gets... I just... I, mean, I still watch it, you know? But I'm telling you, that, that just gets me to no end. I mean, look, just be scared and not even do it. You know? Well, here's what I always tell you about those shows, and this is why I can't watch them. Because none of them that I've seen are shot live. They're all shot seasonal. So let's take Bigfoot, for example. Um, they They used to have a show called Finding Bigfoot. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. A couple of my relatives was on that. <laughs> so, um, he, so usually these shows are shot seasonal. So in January, February, March, or March, April, and May, you record, and then in September, it's on. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Okay? So you're looking for Bigfoot, and it's April 15th, tax day, and you find Bigfoot. You find him, uh, and say Bigfoot's not violent. You just, you know, you just put a couple of handcuffs on him, like yeah. Chewbacca, right. you know, and you walk him back, and you and you and you walk him back to the zoo or wherever you're going to take him, and they're going to um, examine Bigfoot, right? What do you do if you catch him? Yeah, you, nothing. You know, if you catch him alive, what do you do? Well, that's what I'm saying. So now you have him. It's April yeah. 15th, and you have him at the zoo. And all of these people are coming around, all of these uh, 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 people that have been talking about Bigfoot and all these doctors and everything. And then you look at them and say, now, listen, don't tell anybody. Don't tell nobody because we still got <laughs> because four more weeks. we have four no, months. It's April. Months, yeah. Show's not coming on to September. So don't say anything. So then when I turn the TV on in September and see these shows and they go, next week, a revelation. Oh, Really? Yeah. So you found him four months ago, and you just kept it quiet until September? No. What do you so do? So you know it's going to be a bunch of bull. You said put him in a zoo, but is he kind of like a person, or is he kind of like an animal? Well, what do you do with, I would take him to the zoo. What do you do if you catch him? I'm taking everything to the zoo. E.T. came to my house. He's going to the zoo. What happens, if, what happens to the guys that go off the grid? What do you mean? You know. They're off the grid. Mm-hmm. They're living like mountain men. Mm-hmm. Do you take them to the zoo? What do you I mean? I mean, Bigfoot's like I, off the grid. What do I mean, take them to the zoo? That's what I mean. If you catch them, if they do something wrong, do they go to the zoo? No, they go to jail. Jail. 
Because they're well, what is Bigfoot? Though? What well, you, is he? You can't take Bigfoot to jail. He's too big. What is? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Cells wouldn't know it. What is Bigfoot? Is he an animal? Is he a man? He's an animal. He's an animal. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. I mean, you don't go. I don't know. You don't I mean, go he's into close a, to us. You right? don't. You don't go into a bank and see a Bigfoot sitting there. Well, no, 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 no. But it's like a gorilla. Well, tell me where you see a Bigfoot. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I won't go to the bank. You tell me where I can go. Well, I'm to saying you saying is he like us? No, he's like a gorilla. But if you caught well, a you gorilla, what? what would you do with the gorilla if you caught a gorilla? You put him in the. Yeah, it's the same so, thing. He's just a bigger gorilla. Or you could cut his legs and hands off and make a table. <laughs> I saw that on TV. We're not advocating that. <laughs> Apparently, you are. But I saw that. Um, and a Bigfoot is just like a big gorilla. So is that what we're saying? I mean, he I does. take him to the zoo. Well, yeah, where, where are you going to take him? Uh, well, you give him a shave. Okay, first <laughs> off. Right. But anyway, to, not to get off the subject. But here, here's another thing. <laughs> we're way off the subject. But no, we're at Halloween, Bigfoot Halloween. So the other thing is the ghost guys. Okay? Right. Now let me tell you this. They put those EVPs in there, and they try to catch the voice. And it's like this. And one guy says, I think he called Harold. Right. Can you hear it? And then right. they put Harold, the word up there. On the screen. On the screen. And, and you're then, like. And then you're just sitting next to the TV going, yeah, he said Harold. He said Harold. Come on. I well, just, I can never understand. How come the ghost. Oh, first of all, every ghost that I've ever seen on TV speaks English. Somehow. It's, yeah. He speaks English. You yeah. never, you That's never, right. yeah. I, I don't know how that happens, but that's right. But, and then they never say anything. They never say no, anything. Just one word thing. And then they always have. It's always this big, complicated. Uh, well, he can't do this to go. And I'm thinking, if you can figure out how to break the barrier between the dead and the undead, you should be able to string two or three words together. Yeah. It, it should be kind of simple. Or not knock a cup off. Yeah, yeah. You ought to be able to wail it at someone right at their head, you know, and just start pinning them or knives well, or stuff like that. When, when I cross over to the other side, if they're taking applications for ghosts to go back, because that's how it works, really? and they say, I say, what do I do when I go back? They say, well, you go back to the house you grew up in, and you'll be able to knock cups off the table. I'd say, that's okay. I'll just stay over yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come really? Oh, you'll be able to hide somebody's keys. That's all I can do? I'll just stay here. Never mind. I See, I'm not so sure that if this hot house that I live in was haunted, that I'd be so upset. I'd, start, I'd just charge people to come in and make money on it. Right. You know well, plenty of people have done that. Oh, yeah. They could stay in the house and charge them to stay here and Dude, rig up a couple but, things but here's and fall your, down. But here's the thing. You don't, you don't have to. The house doesn't have to be haunted. Oh, you can do that right now. You can just say, hey, listen, yeah. I, I haven't been in my basement in 13 years. Yeah. Because last time I was down, it was haunted right back there. Yeah. It, was, it was haunted back in the corner. Now, if you want to stay here, you want to look for it, you know. Give me 500 bucks a week, and you can stay here and look for it. But I can't be responsible. Just get a couple of waivers. I can't be responsible if anything happens. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, no matter where you're at, you're going to hear. <laughs> yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah. And then you can put whatever What did you, you say? Harold? Is that what you said? Harold? Yeah. <laughs> and then you can put anything you want on it. Sure. 
That's all. That's all you got to do. But all right, we solve Bigfoot's issues. I do want to bring. I do want to bring this up. If you ever get a haunted house, mm-hmm. which I'm not advocating that you have a haunted house. I'm not really sure if houses are haunted. So you're talking about if you buy a house and it's haunted. You buy a house and it's haunted. Right. I mean, you want like demons because you can really rent that out. You know, you you just don't want, you know, the guy knocks the saucer off. No, you don't want that. No, you want them, you know, destroying the place. Bring over your least favorite family member. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you're going to make happens. some money if you rent it out like that. Have you have you seen that new show, Surreal Estate? No. Oh, see, now that's what I'm talking about. You know what no. that's about, right? I can only imagine. Surreal Estate. It's, a, it's not a flip. It's not a reality show. Mm-hmm. It's a regular show. The guy um, runs a... He's a realtor. And he takes on the houses that no one else can sell. Oh, okay. Because they're haunted. Oh. And he goes in and gets rid of the the ghosts oh, he, so they can sell the oh. house. It's, it's kind of a neat show. Oh. Um, but, yeah, if you ever buy a house or go looking for haunted houses, mm-hmm. you know, you make some money on haunted houses. Right. You know, get the ones that are with the black holes and all that shit. In them. <laughs> like the poltergeist Yeah, house. you don't want the, the you know. Just uh, the cup guy. Yeah, yeah. You want shadow figures and everything. You can thin get, men. What if you get killed? Well, no, no. You're just buying it to rent out. Oh, you know, you put on it. Well, you got to walk through it, I guess, one time to make sure. But or you take that little lady from Poltergeist and let her walk through. <laughs> I watched Poltergeist the other day. Well, why not? Still, a good the, the original. The original. Because there's like five different yeah, ones. Yeah, the original. Now, I'll tell you guys. Now, I think it was Poltergeist 2 where they had the tall guy that was an Indian. Yeah. He was a tall. I think he was a Native American guy. I think. Had white hair. Yeah, he had, had the big, in, didn't he? Had the big black hat. And he says that um, that phrase, we're all going to die. Remember that? Yeah. What Was that him or was that that? Guy in the black suit that came to the That's show. what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. See? Maybe he wasn't Native American. Maybe he wasn't. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. Now, Steve doesn't remember this. I remember it vividly. <laughs> the first time we went to Las Vegas, 1989, we were on a plane. Now, two things. We, we, Steve's uh, mother at the time was uh, a travel agent. Yeah. Or, right. or, or did some, yeah, yeah. some work like that. And... She hooked it up for us to go to Las Vegas. So I know you remember this part. She told us the way to the, the, the travel to Las Vegas is wear a suit and a tie on the plane so your suit isn't wrinkled yeah. by sitting in yeah. the back. Now, yeah. Thanks, Mom. Now, what Steve and I were going to do with a suit and a tie back then, who yeah. knows? But at any rate, we get up in the air, and I'm sitting right next to Steve. We get up in the air, and the plane hits some kind of turbulence, and Steve says, we're all going to die. I don't remember that. I remember. <laughs> I remember it vividly, because I couldn't believe he did that. It must have been during um, 
that movie, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was like, we're all going to die. You said it just like he says it in that movie. Oh, obviously, you couldn't be put on the no-fly list. No, there. now you'd be, no. Uh-uh. Now you're on there. Could I have an extra cup, cup cookie? <laughs> Could list. I have an extra cookie? You're on the no-fly you're list. You're on the no-fly list. You had enough. But I tell you, it's funny you said that because right here in front of me, I have those Biscoff cookies that you get on... Uh, uh, not on Frontier. You no, know, <laughs> on Delta. I although, although, remember, we, we flew Frontier, and they gave right. us, like, a cornucopia <laughs> of stuff <laughs> right. for, uh, um, like, what was it, 10, 12 bucks? A 35. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was a cornucopia. <laughs> All right. No, I had no idea. Well, because we had those drinks, too. I thought the drinks, you got two drinks in that snack pack. Oh, yeah, well, okay. And it was like... Oh, well, okay, yeah, great. $35. $35? They charge you $35 for all that shit, and then, they, and then they have to put napkins on the door to keep the wind from coming in. We got two drinks, um, a bag of pretzels. It's not even your regular... You can't even sell them. You know, that's how small they were. <laughs> Um, a, ba- a thing of those cookies that has maybe four in it, and a little can of Pringles, a little can of Pringles, and not like the tall tube. I mean, it was a yeah, a little tiny lunchbox tube, and a piece of cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not really sure what kind of cheese it was. I didn't eat that. I didn't eat it either. Remember, we didn't eat. The we cheese. tried to give it to that guy next to us. Yeah, and he wouldn't eat it. He looked like a rat. I thought he was gonna eat it. <laughs> Yeah, so that's how Frontier makes their money. Okay, I will t- I will leave you with one not scary story. It's not a scary story, but okay. you know the actor Vincent D- D'Onofrio? Yeah, I think that's how he pronounces yeah. it. You, you know, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, and he was in Law and Order yeah, played, for a while. Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. He, he played the, the fat bastard. Yeah, yeah. Okay, He's so good. I, He's really good. I listened good. to a story the other day about him, and this will tie into a, a somewhat into Halloween. Um, to play the Full Metal Jacket part, he had to gain 70 pounds. So, and I don't think he lost since then, to tell you the truth. I know, But right? hey, we love him to death. He's one of my favorite actors. Yeah, he's good. I just saw him in the um, Magnificent Seven, mm-hmm. the remake. Mm-hmm. Um, so he tells the story that he has a huge um, old-time movie uh, fan of old-time silent movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think. Martin Scorsese is the mm-hmm. director of the movie. And Martin Scorsese tells him, look, uh, you know, your big scene's tomorrow. I need you to overreact as best you can. And uh, he says, what I need you to do. And he says, I don't know if you know who this is. He says that to Vincent. But I need you to overreact and overact, I guess, would be the correct term. Now, now you have to understand, he's a big movie buff, this Vincent DiNeforio. A big movie buff, and he watches old silent movies. And he says to him, I need you to act kind of like Lon Chaney. So, I mean, you know, he says, oh, "Oh, I got this down pat now. So if you notice the face that he uses in that movie... 
when he looks at the drill sergeant, mm-hmm. it's dead on Lon Chaney. Oh, really? Yeah. Check him out. He looks almost like the Phantom of the Opera. Oh. In the old Phantom of the Opera. And he said he twisted his face to look that way. It literally took three takes. Now I have to look that up. Yeah, it literally took three takes. Now I have to look Two it up. regular takes, and then one where, you know, they had to sit him down and shoot him, where he shot himself in the head. Oh, I have to look that up. I've never yeah, heard that. So that, that ties into our Halloween Lon Chaney yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thing. And I, next week, we're going to do the scariest five movies. Oh, okay. Although I think we've done the the, wor- the greatest 50 that took forever. It'll be the scariest five. Yeah, it was like watching 50 movies. Yeah, oh, God. Was it? Then the, now, these are the scariest ones for us. For us. The ones that scared me the most. One that scared And then the ones that scared you the most. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean... Yeah, did, not. Did you see the one? I'll, I'll give you a preview of the one uh, where the guy he has to go into the emergency room, mm-hmm. and I don't know what the procedure was, but like three weeks later, he gets a bill and it's like forty two thousand. That's pretty scary. That's scary as hell. That's after insurance. <laughs> this, this is what you pay. <laughs> What does it say at the bottom? You may owe your doctor yeah. $42,000. Yeah, $42,000. Yeah, that's the scariest thing you can get right now. Take that at $5 a month. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, man. Well, Steve, what did we learn this week? Well, we learned a couple of things. First things we learned, and most importantly, we learned you must listen to the Irrational Confidence Podcast and the Let Me Tell You Something, Bitch Podcast. We've also learned that I may or may have not, may or may not have seen a UFO back in the day. Me and at least eight other people. And I may or may not have seen the men in black. That's true. And if you're going to rent a scary house, right? make sure you got real scary things. Yeah, not just tipping over cups. Yeah, not just tipping over. Nobody gives a shit about that. No. No. And I think we decided collectively that if you capture a Bigfoot, the first place you take him is to the zoo. Zoo. Now, Can you know. Give him a shave first. <laughs> first thing you do is shave him if up. If you shaved him up, he might look pretty good. He might not be. He might just be a guy. He might be one of those guys like are in the circus. Right. The wolf boys. Right. See? Well, we know Fargus, our, our main man, Fargus, is a Bigfoot hunter. So oh, that's right. maybe we need to ask Fargus what to do. That's right. We I have mean, to, maybe we will. I mean, Go back to our Halloween special one, one year and uh, check that out. Yeah, Far- Fargus tried to take pictures of Bigfoot. Yeah. Now, if I remember right, Fargus at the time had one of those. <laughs> Are you trying to say one of those flash cameras? Yeah, he's got one of them old ones, you know, with the powder. <laughs> And the thing you put over your head. So. That's why it was so hard for him to get up. <laughs> oh. That's why it was so hard for Fargus to get a picture. I mean, he's got to have that <laughs> flash powder. And the hood over his head. Yeah, set imagine it up on how the long that would take. Hold still, Bigfoot. Right. Don't move. That's but, why his big. That's why the Bigfoot pictures are always blurry. <laughs> right. <laughs> Those guys are using that. Damn flesh powder. 
But but if I remember right, Fargus now has a newer camera. Yep. Yeah. So maybe we'll get Fargus in here. And the last thing we learned is uh, I don't think we talked about it on air, but uh, we talked about it a little off air. The last thing we learned is Deontay Wilder can punch, but he can't box. Yeah. Because <laughs> he got his ass knocked out again. Now, he can kick our ass. I just went well, that I thought, Well, I said he can punch. We're not calling him out. <laughs> well, he just. Well, he can't go more than four rounds. Both of them got glass jaws. Both of them went down. Right. Right. That's true. So that's what we learned. So please continue to uh, follow us on social media and check us out. By now, you should know our podcast is available anywhere you podcast. You can find us every place. We want to say special hellos to our people out of the country that are listening to us. Ecuador and Brazil are our latest places that uh, we've been heard. And we will continue to support all indie podcasts ourselves. So with that, I don't have anything else to you. I have nothing more to say. I'm co- <laughs> you got to remember, Steve is used to being a defendant in court cases. <laughs> so he can't help it. I plead the fifth. He pleads the fifth. Well, I'm Kurt. I'm Steve. Thanks for listening, everybody.